Hi, this is Dan Sharp, the host of The Smoke Pit. We wanted to let you know that the following episode was recorded live at our local VFW, and please bear with any technical difficulties we may have had. Yeah, I think we were fighting the banana campaigns back in 1899 when the VFW was formed. Sure. And so basically they wanted to get together and form a society of veterans who have fought overseas, and here we are today. They were kind enough to uh, let us use their facility. I say uh, kind enough, but I actually paid for it, so I don't know how nice that was. (laughs) One silver dollar. (laughs) (laughs) They're nice enough to take my money. That's right. And so this is kind of a a dry run for the um, event that we have coming up in Burbis. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing a live podcast with Medal of Honor recipient Clint Romsha at the MGM Grand Casino. Uh, April 18th, that's like, what, two weeks from now? Two, two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. So the old saying, victory less preparation, so we wanted to record a little bit of a live event, uh, see how that went, so that way my sound monkey here can (laughs) figure out how to uh, adjust the knobs, work behind the controls. Uh, Mm -hmm. For those of you listening, my name's Dan Sharp, I'm the host, Iraq, Afghan veteran, Marine Corps Infantry, my co-host, Mike Sensi, Navy active duty, just one handsome man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. There's like 12 people in the room, so his anxiety is through the roof. I can't take this right now. <laughs> this yeah. is a lot. He's usually not used to being more than around four people at a time, so it's this true. is like triple capacity. I don't like it. Anxiety over no. 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> and our executive producer, Mike Stedman, um, Afghan vet, uh, uh, Army engineer. Also a handsome guy. Also a very handsome guy. For sure. So, <laughs> so we're going to kick the show off here with uh, a few topics that I have here in the notes because I'm a consummate professional. <laughs> okay. This is episode 22? 24. Epi- what? Mm-hmm. 24. Yeah. Was I drunk for the other episodes? Yes, like, you, actually you were. Yeah, you were. Was, yeah. I, was I around for those? Yeah. Did you guys record them without me? No, it, was, it went really well. Did you yeah. find somebody more more like, more like charming to be the host? We Am did. I going to get fired for my own thing? It was, it was Stedman, actually. Oh, God damn it. I know. You fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the smoke pit. Oh, was that my A? That, that's we didn't do a joke. It was an opening segment. Would you like to try that again? Fucking A. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to recock try it again. Oh, then open with a Good joke. Good to go. Why would... <sighs> okay, go ahead. Welcome to the smoke pit. A. There it is. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> there was no joke. So if if, uh, if you notice, the only person up here didn't get called handsome is myself. Uh, so I'll pause for crowd reaction. Oh, okay. But I found that... <laughs> 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 Just as you planned it. Exactly. But I found that the uh, the time that I get complimented the most is when I go through uh, drive-throughs. Um, apparently, the, uh, the the young plump women who work at the Taco Bell drive-through they love my eyes, and I get a lot of compliments from that. So whenever I'm feeling fucking down on myself, you know, sure, Mike's like, "Oh, I'm so fat with this fucking tight, hard teen body over there." Well, like, it, I'm going to Taco Bell. I need it, an esteem boost. You it know? takes work. Yeah. <laughs> whenever I need a fucking peck, uh, pick me up, that's why I go to the drive-through for sure. Actually, a uh, Taco Bell employee the other day called me out for not having my patches on my uniform. Yeah? Yeah, it was fucking embarrassing. Because <laughs> I got four burritos to myself, which is embarrassing <laughs> enough. And then he's like, are you missing your patches? I was like, you work at fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> was, was he prior military? No, he was like 18. Because I was about to say, like, you know, being a Marine, especially like in my circumstance, infantry, you're only really qualified to work at Taco Bell when you That's get true. out. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not even kidding. Um, afterwards, I was like, look, I don't want to be a cop. I don't want to be a security guard. Like, I've, I've done enough of that. Uh, what are my options? They look through all my training, all my awards, all my citations, all the amazing things that I've done, all the men that I've led in combat, all the situations I've defused, the civilians that I've helped. And they said, you can be a janitor or a crossing guard. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a sergeant of the crossing guard. <laughs> yeah. 
like you know have all the the old ladies that part-time crossing guard at attention you know that's right get it together gladys <laughs> gladys is like it's hot i'm like i don't give a shit, give a shit. it was hot in iraq <laughs> Uh, y'all are very kind to laugh at our I bad know, jokes. Yeah, this is co- we could do this more often. Yeah, we, we definitely could. But uh, that that being said, though, I, I really feel like if I could just get abs by laughing at my own jokes. Sure. No, you'd be ripped as fuck. I'd be fucking <laughs> yeah. ripped as fuck. Because <laughs> really I listen good. to each episode like six times before mm. we post it just to make sure, you know, whatever he fucked up or, right. you know, whatever we uh, we can fix. And each time I laugh at myself, like every time. <laughs> this is the sixth time I've heard myself tell this joke that I wrote specifically for the show. And I'm still laughing. So humble. So humble. <laughs> Get out of here! I'm beardless and ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a Britney moment. 2007 Britney, if anyone remembers. Oh, check. Yeah, if she survived that, you can survive anything. Oh, Jesus, I, man, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> man, does, does anybody else feel like just being in the military just makes you permanently jet lagged? <laughs> Is that just me? Are we, are we getting crowd responses? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're rolling into that. Oh, section. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, no, but seriously, I feel like just being permanently jet lagged is my new state of life. Okay, well, you look good for a jet lagged man. No, thank with you. With no beard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna roll into a little segment where we take questions from the audience, oh, and uh, we'll start from my left and go to the right, and we'll Does put everybody up- have their questions right. <laughs> And if we do not uh, want to answer the question, we have to finish whatever drink we have in front of us. What? The whole fucking beer? The whole beer. That's okay. Yeah, which you know more than two will kill me. Right. So That's what I'm saying. Why are you making honesty. these rules? <laughs> All, right, All right. So what you got? Uh, what are you drinking right now? A course Light. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude is the worst writer ever. <laughs> what you got, brother? How's that tank top? Uh, honestly, awful. I've uh, I've gotten more orders than I was prepared to deal with. And now I'm having people message me like, "Yeah, I ordered this tank top like 47 seconds ago, and it's not here." Yeah, yeah, he's too successful. Yeah. <laughs> and you keep trying them all on, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, he, he, like I had to custom order an, a double XL for myself, yeah. and that's the only one that fits me. But still, managed to sneak into the small. Looks good. Looks like, good. Why yeah. is it so stretched out? Yeah. I'm like, be grateful. Right? That's right. <laughs> Has my musk on it, Oof. <laughs> sir. Is this for me or Dan? <laughs> um, domestically, by far. Yeah, um, for sure. I, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not to sound too arrogant, but I literally slept in like a dirt hole in my deployments. What? That was, you called her dirt hole? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I would sleep inside of her. Right, well. She's a very nice lady. I'm very lazy then. <laughs> okay, so I'd like to case in point here. Yeah, like, what do you I got? would not see, put that past you to be sure. like, uh, 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 and then just like fall asleep on top. Well, when you have a diet of nothing but whiskey and self-deprecation, you get tired easily. <laughs> uh, yes, but to answer your question, um, uh, no, it's definitely been domestic. What, what about you? No, domestic for sure. Yeah. And glad you asked this because what? <laughs> he put the mic in front of your face. Have you slept with more people overseas or in the U.S.? <sighs> Neutral. He has slept with 10 people total. <laughs> uh, all, ni- all nice guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you listen, I think it was like episode, what, like three? Yeah, like three or four. Yeah, episode three or four. Uh, our executive producer had a five-way in Korea. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, Jury's still out, yeah. My uh, my vote on that, it was that it was uh, two men and three chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so it still counts, you know? It does. Yeah, so I guess that would be the answer to that question for you, huh, bud? Sums it up, yeah. All right. <laughs> Solid contribution as usual. Madam. What, uh, what 
Uh, yeah, mother. Yeah, 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 mother. <laughs> no, I'm sure her mother's a very nice lady. That's right. Yeah, she is a saint. Yeah, she was very nice to drag me that day. <laughs> I uh, I would probably say I didn't like the in wraps because I could never get super comfortable, but that was just me. Uh, when we all first met and started talking to each other, um, a, a EP Mike, uh, executive producer, uh, to avoid confusion because I got M M&M, and M, you know, both very right, chocolate yeah. delicious. <laughs> Um, and good white rappers, ironically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was talking about a time in Afghanistan to co-host Mike, and he was like, "Yeah, we're in this thing called an MRAP. Oh, do, do you know what an MRAP is?" So this guy, so this motherfucker, right? <laughs> so I've been in an MRAP before, uh, and uh, for, like one of the first times I'm meeting Stedman, he's like he's like talking about his time in MRAP, and he like literally sits me down. And he's like, "Do you know what an MRAP is?" Like the most fucking bullshit thing I've ever heard in my life. I was like, "Yeah, I've been blown up in one." He's like, "Oh, well, I thought you were just in the Navy." I'm like, "Cool, good to meet you, man." <laughs> <laughs> This has been fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think my least favorite vehicle to ride in um, was probably the two mattresses that they duct taped me in between and threw me off the third balcony on. Right. But what a ride, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Short, yeah. short and fast. Right. You know? That's right. <laughs> motto in life, right? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> they got theirs. I didn't get mine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I, I, I probably have to say that the least favorite transport that I ever had was like a high back uh, Humvee. Yeah. We went to do like a, a fuel resupply. It was like 2005 Syrian border, and I I carried the machine gun. So they put me in the back of the Humvee, and they didn't put a lid on this 55 gallon drum of gas, and they <laughs> hit every fucking pothole. <laughs> <laughs> so by the end of it, I was just soaked from Kevlar to fucking boot bands right. and uh, JP8. Nice. It was a very pungent odor. I was about to say, do you recall the smell? F- uh, fondly. Uh, it's actually whenever I walk into your apartment after a girl leaves, it's kind of reminds me of. It smells like death. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably my least favorite because, like, if, if somebody would have farted on some flammable material, I just would have been a fucking <laughs> an afterthought, you know? What a way to go. <laughs> what a way to go. EP Mike? I would say flying. To be honest with you, being in a C-130, I fucking hate it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, you know, because it's, like, uh, fucking loud. Anytime you get off any bird, you know, helo, fixed wing, rotary, whatever, uh, most of the time is I forget my fucking earplugs. And yeah. so you get on the ground, and your lieutenant's like, you fucking move, you know, take first squad over there, second squad, set up a... And I'm just like, what, dude? Like, I, I can't fucking hear shit. Like, <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention to the briefs. So yeah, exactly, yeah. Clearly your hand, lost. Your hand gestures mean nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, you're facing the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> the enemy is that way. Uh, next question. Um, if y'all had to pick a different rate or MOS, what would you pick? If we had to pick a different Ooh. rate or MOS, what would it be? Somebody clearly doesn't follow my story. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I know your answer a hundred times over. Oh, yeah? What's that? Intel, yeah. Yeah, I think I probably would have been counter-intel. Yeah, or counter-intel. Um, yeah, intel, counter-intel. I'm not quite sure what the difference is, depending <laughs> on what the bonus was. I would have been a cook. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably Corman. Yeah, I, I probably have to yeah. say Corman, too. <laughs> Just because that's I get called yeah. a Corman every fucking day anyway, so... No, but, like, being a corpsman would be fucking awesome, especially if you're a green side, because you still get, like, the clout, you still get to do the cool shit. Sure. But then you don't have to, like, uh, do half the bullshit. That's true. And I've always been, like, 20 pounds heavier than the average Marine, so I feel like, and then plus I have, like, thick, luxurious hair. <laughs> I feel like I was, okay. I was built to be a doc. You know? Right, right. You were. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Like, don't call me until one of the Marines fucks up and hurts yeah. himself. Yeah, no joke. We had this dude. He was uh, from West Virginia. He was like 6'3". He's like the type of motherfucker that like 
goes down yonder to the fishing hole. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like he's got a big gap tooth yeah. and a fucking log in the other side. And uh, <laughs> the, the movie, uh, The Hunted with Benicio Del Toro had just mm-hmm. coming out and the Tom Brown tracker fucking knife, which is basically just like a block of fucking steel that somebody sharpened and put a handle on. And so he uh, he's one of our senior guys. And so he comes up, weird fucking kid, mm-hmm. weird fucking kid. He's the one who burnt down the shitters. Uh, I talked about in like episode two. Him, like with his pubes and shit? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't listened to the podcast, you have been missing out. <laughs> this kid was smoking a, uh, a black and mild, and he dropped it into the outhouse in Iraq, which was filled with uh, gas because our corpsman was lazy. Giant fireball came shooting up, set all his hair on from his ankles to his stomach on fire. Mm-hmm. And so he had his, his uh, trousers around his ankles, and he comes duck walling out. Everything on fire. <laughs> Every individual pube was on fire like a stick of TNT. And we had been on deployment for five months at this point, so yeah. they were long. <laughs> Burnt down our brand new exactly, shitters, yeah. which they had just dropped off integrity like fucking three hours before that. <laughs> um, so th- and he was also the kid that I had to like uh, force to shower in Iraq. This guy sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a great machine gunner, but we well, made Oh, that, was a machine gunner. Makes sense. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we made the difference between you could be a good war fighter and a bad human being. Very much so. <laughs> it's a big difference. It's usually hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Like, the better war fighter you are, like, yeah. you know, like, if you're just, like, an amazing war fighter, you know, you just get out and start a podcast. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Boo. <Yes. laughs> Boo. Supposed to be on my side that's here. That's right. That's right. No, but so, um, uh, so, uh, the guy comes out and he's like, hey, Boo, look at my knife. And the, the guy turns around and just out of instinct, he goes to like smack it away, severs all the tendons in his, uh, his hand, mm. which is why he dropped the black and mild because his, his dexterity wasn't there yet. <laughs> and so just cuts to the bone. It doesn't even bleed for like 30 seconds. And then it's just like gush. <laughs> and then AJ, uh, remember we had him on the podcast. Of course. <laughs> uh, he was my next door neighbor and uh, roommate with our corpsman because we had a small like studio, like honestly not much bigger than this space right in front of us, like two bunk beds, a shitter. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you share the shitter with the, the guys next to you. Yeah. Like, I see what they have in the barracks now. It's, like, a luxury suite, like, extended stay looking. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're in individual bedrooms. And <laughs> <laughs> like, no. I had two twin-sized mattresses on bunk beds. Yeah. And uh, so he runs in there, and he's like, Doc, Doc, Rustman's fucked up. He's Rustman's fucked up. And he's like, all right, uh, yeah, whatever, man. And he's like, I'll be there. And, like, five minutes goes by, and he's like, where the fuck is Doc? Like, he's bleeding profusely. Like they, had yeah. to, they, they pulled his PT shirt off, had it wrapped around his hand. Go back there. Motherfucker's so racked out. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, yeah. AJ grabs him by the fucking heel, pulls him out of the fucking bed, grabs his med bag, and he's dragging him down the catwalk. Because <laughs> AJ's, like, 6'3", you know? He's a big guy. Yeah. He's a big guy. And so Doc's like, oh, fine. And, you know, and he's just in his boxers. And he goes over there, and he sees the big pool of blood that's, like, now leaking over the side of the catwalk. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? Like, we told you. <laughs> Why are you so late? Yeah. Yeah, but besides that, being a corpsman is mainly putting thermometers in people's buttholes. Which is and, what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. doing IVs. So. For sure. Yeah, I think either Intel or corpsman. So kind of a long-winded answer. Right, yeah. Hey, it's we got to take up time. It's always a story, yeah, we for sure. Yeah. Time. Always. That's right. Madam. Madam, I have several. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay. Is so. there like a category you want or... Oof. I'm going to go okay. with groin trauma. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a, I have, I have like, <laughs> Everybody just groaned. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh. I have like five stories just in that category if we're okay. playing Jeopardy. Sure. And this is the daily double. What is groin trauma? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Iraq gets like three inches of rain a year, and we're getting like half of that in one night. And we're doing a, a night raid. We had gotten a, an intel report, you know, bad guy in this location, you know, go get him before he wakes up, Roger. And so we operated in 
uh, eight-man patrols because, like, the way our city was set up, that if we went out with, like, a 13-man squad, it was like the game Snake, you know, like when you kind of, like, fish through. So if the first fire team gets ambushed, you know, it takes forever for the um, the third fire team to be able to maneuver around and uh, set up a base of fire. So, uh, you know, we're out in these small uh, teams. One fire team is uh, going one way, the other's going the, the other. And um, in Iraq, they have these, like, um, elevated... Uh, foundations and so I'm walking on one of that and um, you know the, the lightning's so bad that uh, whenever um, strike of lightning goes off you know it shorts out the MVGs because they have that fail safe in there and so you know I'm half blinded I got rain in my eyes and I slip and I just go into a full split and now I'm not a flexible man and so like I'm talking about testicles to ground and it just pull the fuck out of my ground uh, my groin and so I, uh, I start to roll off the side of that and these uh, foundations, you know, they're they're elevated, maybe like three or four feet. Yeah. Some are like eight feet, and they do that because the earth is so shitty, it's hard to like dig into to do formation. So right. they just put the slab of concrete with the wood blocks and do it above ground. I'm on that, and I slip to the side, and I fall off the edge, and I go face first into this big mud pile, and just like black my eye with the NVG, <laughs> and like I am fucking traumatized. Like, yeah. you know, like I just found out I was getting cheated on. Right, like, I yeah. just fucking destroyed my groin. Got a black eye, like it's raining. I'm in Iraq, you know, like all my friends are like, you know, banging girls in college. Right. And I'm getting fucking paid like 12 cents a day. First week, am I right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just like evaluating like the fucking decisions I I, I did that brought me to this point in my life. Like I should have done better in math class, you know. (laughs) If only I just walked into a different recruiter's office. And so my corpsman sees all of this and he's fucking howling, laughing, like no noise discipline at this point. Like he's fucking howling, laughing. And they pull my face out of the mud puddle. I'm like, shut up doc and like put my face back in <laughs> just completely just defeated here, yeah. yeah that's literally what i said he's like come on sharp like we gotta yeah. go and he, he grabs me by the troop leading strap and he's like picking me up i'm like and i pull my face out of the mud puddle i'm like no just leave me here to die <laughs> and i put my face back in he was like stop being a bitch i was like and that's like kryptonite to to marines you oh know? yeah of course if yeah. you're like stop being a bitch like get him to do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> and so i started doing that in a positive way i'm like pay your taxes on time stop being a bitch <laughs> i'll show you motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. why would you need to say that but all right <laughs> fair enough yeah so yeah uh, yeah with his help i stood back up we went and um we commercial on the target we got the bad guy mm-hmm. and then i had a post when i got back Nice. So well, of fun. course, yeah. As all good stories end with you on post, yeah. Yep. Just like viciously masturbating. Of course. What like, else are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Just looking through my night vision, I'm like, yeah. that's a shapely rock right through, there. Yeah. <laughs> that rock is thick that, as fuck. That rock is curvy. Yeah, yeah. Know? Hella thick, trying to smash them all. Right. The enemy's looking at up. you while masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just masturbating. Watching you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's basically. Oh yeah, and I think like the next night we did uh, have the ISR, the the infrared surveillance, and um, we saw this dude fucking a goat. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not just like bullshit. That's the, yeah, that's like, uh, yeah. You always see it. Yeah, yeah you, like it's like legit. whether you want to see it or not, you're gonna see it. Uh, and during the summer, like you'd see dudes like banging their wife on the rooftop. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because like. They have a lot of wives. Yeah. You get yeah. so, um, <laughs> like, I mean, just like by brief show of hands, like who here's wearing a thong? Am I the only one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah. They yeah, didn't get the dress like, code. You have, like, you know, most American women, when you reach down there to take their panties off, which one of the most beautiful moments in the world is when they, like, lift their hips to help you. <laughs> I wouldn't look, know. Look, he's blushing. Yeah, wouldn't know. <laughs> this is from anxiety. This is what I look like. Yeah. And 
And so, like, we're, you know, like, because we're all perverts. We're watching, you know, this dude banging his wife on the rooftop. It's, like, 140 degrees. Like, right. we had nothing going on in the life. perfect time for banging your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because they, they sleep on the rooftop because yep. it's, it's cooler than being in the in the house. Mm-hmm. And so, they're like, yeah, he's about to take your panties off. And this mother, it was, like, when a clown was, like, pulling, like, the, the handkerchiefs. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are the biggest goddamn panties I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I didn't know whether to fucking, you know. Uh, make a tent out of it or fucking uh, jump out of a plane. You know? <laughs> like, is that Both how, practical uses, yeah. Is that how airborne works? It's exactly how airborne <laughs> works. <laughs> Geronimo. That's right. And so immediately after that, everybody was like, oh, it's fucking gross or whatever. It gets better. He pulls a second pair off. <laughs> and I was like, how stank does your shit have to be that you got to wear two layers? Yeah, that's got to be a bad, that's a bad smell right there. Yeah. yeah. Because like uh, in in most countries overseas, like the like you see the girls and like you don't want to be a pervert or anything, but like but for like a twelve year old girl, like she's pretty, you know, like if right, it was right, like your little right, sister, right. For it was sure. like your little sister, but like she's a pretty young lady, like there's nothing there's nothing perverted there, <laughs> objectively speaking. If you're a casting member and they're like, hey, we need a role for a pretty young Muslim girl for this, whatever, right. you know. Like, I would okay. just hire you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was about to say, then they get married at 13, and then right. by 15, they look like this. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. You once were a pretty Muslim girl. Yes. Yeah. Life is hard for them. <laughs> <laughs> so, your uh, deployment story. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> On the I spot. Don't, I don't have anything about groin trauma. Our guests are waiting. Oh, yeah, got it, got it, yeah, yeah. They traveled all the way out here. My hand is shaking so much right now. Um... <laughs> I don't have one about growing trauma. I bought, I got one about people masturbating, yeah. um, which is just deployment in a nutshell. But it's not my story. Yeah, if you didn't know this is how this podcast was going to go, that's because you yeah. didn't listen to exactly. it before you showed yeah. up. That's on you. So one of my old uh, corpsman chiefs, he was in uh, early days Fallujah, and uh, he was talking about um, he was out with weapons company. They were doing their thing, and they finally come back to H&S company. And they had this fucking nerdy corpsman H&S, as, as you are one to do, put the nerdy ones with H&S. And, uh, Is that why you were with H&S for so long? I was an RP. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then he started working out and got tattoos. I saw his high school pictures. He looked <laughs> oh, like I look, the skater oh, I look boy. Bad. Yeah, he I looked look like bad. the skater boy from Admiral Levine's song. That's right. That's what she was singing about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they all came back and saw the H&S guy. And he had, like, this is early days Iraq, so he had a laptop with him, which is, like, unheard of. And they're like, oh, you nerd. We're going to war. You brought your fucking laptop, you fucking nerd. And he's like, well, I got porn. They're like, all right, we can hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, exactly. Cool, cool, cool. And so now all these guys just coming back from different ops. They, they're all around this one little laptop in, in Iraq. And uh, they're watching porn. They're like, wouldn't it be funny if we all just watch porn together? And they're like, yeah. And so they're watching, like, oh, it's crazy. He's totally getting dicked down. Or, you know, porn. Yeah, slap happy. And, uh, that's right. Like, and that then, came up around that time. It was like. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. And so they're all watching it and just kind of laughing. He's like, and slowly, one by one, the laughter died down. And then you just heard, like, <laughs> through their, their wobbies, just like. Everybody in that room started masturbating together. Didn't say a word. Everybody finished, and then they just left. <laughs> Good game, gents. Yeah, exactly. Good game. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, last one there was the H&S doc, and he just closed his laptop, and they never spoke of it again. <laughs> no, it, it really do be like that It sometimes. does be like that, yeah. Yeah, I can't tell you, like, in my youth how many times, like, I've rented a hotel with, like, another buddy. <laughs> right. And then, like, we just brought our dates back from, like, the ball. Yeah, yeah. We just had sex in the same room. Of course, yeah. And then just never spoke of it. That's right. <laughs> just maintained strong eye contact. Or, or spoke to them, yeah. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was a long-winded. That was long, yeah, yeah. Um, madam, what is your question? Uh, most awkward sexual encounter. Today? Or <laughs> the, one, the one that's happening right now? No. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I feel um, like you have one. 
honestly, I don't know if it's ever been like an awkward one. I think there's been times where like we've been in public and we've gotten caught, and that's kind of awkward. But not for me because I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. You know? <laughs> like high five. You're just like flexing your back. Yeah. yeah. Um, why don't you calm the hell down? Let me think. <laughs> Jesus calm the hell down and let me finish. <laughs> right. Like I feel like this is not the last, the first time you said that's that. The na- that's the name of my porno. Yeah. <laughs> calm the hell down and let me finish. Um, the most, <laughs> the most awkward one. I think. Oh, so I, I, I do have an awkward one. Uh, it was, uh, it was in high school. So, <laughs> I was, I was with a girl. Spoiler. And uh, <laughs> I know, I know. Everybody, calm down. A girl. Let me finish. Finger quotes. <laughs> and uh, was she made of rubber? No. She did not have a name. No. Inflatable. That's right. Um, <laughs> no, so I was, I was like. Well, parts of her work. I, I was right. I was fourteen or fifteen, so I was, I was fairly young, and uh, I was with the girl uh, in her room, which is in the basement of her parents' house, which showed that they didn't love her that much. So <laughs> it was perfect girl to hook up with. And uh, <laughs> so we, uh, <laughs> so we're down there, and I'm not super experienced, and. Uh, <laughs> as I'm not to this day and so things are happening I'm, I'm humping a leg or whatever I'm doing and uh so it got so kind of hot and heavy through the jeans that I like kind of went kablam in the jeans as I am one to do as a teenager but it wasn't so much that I had this big clamshell just on my pants <laughs> but it was the fact that her parents came down right when we started doing that and like or when I finished <laughs> and uh she didn't get to finish and uh <laughs> So, so they just kind of walk in. It was like an American Pie movie. Like, they just flicked on the lights, and they're like, oh, hey, is this Mike? And I'm just like, blammo. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is me. This is all of me. <laughs> and so the, the dad kind of stared at me, and the mom kind of stared at me, and I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, okay, uh, okay. And I was like, okay. And then they just walked out. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. <laughs> I remember one time um, – I was with this girl, and uh, we'd gone for a, a respectable amount of time. Seven minutes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which is actually the the global average if you Google it. No, it's not. Integrity. <sighs> go ahead. But tell your story. I'm going to Google this. And so afterwards, she's like, hey, can you go down on me and like help me finish? I'm like, yeah, easy day, right? And so afterwards, I'm like, wow, she's like super wet. And like I walk to the, the bathroom, and I turn on the lights, and I look like a wolf that had just I love it. I love beer. it so much. I love it. Oh, I love it. And... And so let me tell you a little bit about my psyche. Like, I'm not the average human being. Like, I've killed people. And so instead of being, like, grossed out or whatever, I uh, started, like, doing kind of like a one-legged hop, like, back to her, uh, back to the bed. And I started singing What Makes the Red Man Red from uh, (laughs) Peter Pan, to which she was absolutely fucking mortified. And I'm just, like, fucking, like, war paint, you know? (laughs) And I'm, like, doing, like, the Florida State, like, yeah, right, yeah. You know, which I'm, I'm shit. 6% Native American. All right, calm down. Yeah, it's not racist. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, my, it's my heritage, all right? That, you don't get to say that. We do. Actually, I'm 25% Native American. <laughs> it's fine. The average is 19 minutes. Um, nine minutes of penetration. 10 minutes of foreplay, nine minutes of penetration. God, I wish I could read. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nine, yeah. nine minutes of penetration. That's oddly accurate, but yeah. Yeah, so, at, so if that gives you a visual, like, I'm butt naked, still has the boner, so it's bouncing. I'm on one foot hopping, uh, screaming, what makes the red man red? And she's just fucking mortified. It's fantastic. Um, uh, needless to say, obviously, she was, uh, you know, not very happy about that, but what? we got married, so. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's uh, good. <laughs> As all good me. stories end in marriage, yeah. <laughs> and divorce. That's right. The yeah. best stories end in divorce. <laughs> all right, so that, that would be my nastiest encounter. Uh, sir. So what was uh, 
That was like literally the last episode we it did. It was, yeah. Yeah. True like, fan over here. Yeah, we specifically <laughs> talked about our first times. <laughs> yeah. But to, to summarize, um, uh, I think the first time that I ever uh, – I'll change it. I'll tweak the question a little bit. The first time that I got shot at, I didn't have a, turn, a chance to return fire. But the first mm -hmm. time I returned fire, all I could think about was just – Fundamentals, you know, correct side picture, right. correct side alignment, uh, stock well, cheek well, uh, trigger control, uh, natural respiratory pause, slow, steady squeeze, follow through, and you know, all those things, just like a checkbook, just you know, go through your head. And like the thing was, is that like I didn't even really take it personally, you know, like I was just like it's just business. Yeah. Like he's trying to kill me, I'm trying to kill him, and may the better man win. <laughs> Such is life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first inkling, because I was in an M rep, Mike. And um, Michael. I decided to uh, dismount, and when I returned fire, my first thing was I'm in, uh, I'm not in cover, I'm in the open. I did not want to get my dick shot off, and that's no joke. It was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> I don't want to get shot in the dick, um, because like before you go overseas, they're always like, "This is what it looks like get shot in the dick." I didn't want to look like that. In the dick. In the dick. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> stare at it, boot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like I've seen it. Like keep looking at it. Okay. Print um, it out. Put yeah, it on a poster yeah, in your right, wall. Yeah. Get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that's an expensive tattoo. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just... Uh, for those of you in attendance, actually, he did get a tattoo. Oh, yeah. This is what it looks like when you get shot in the dick. <laughs> it looks like an unfinished squid. <laughs> it looks Oof. like... That's kind of gross. Okay, yeah. That was accurate, yeah. right? Yeah, it's super accurate. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah, it's um, got dark. My <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing has been a cry for help, people. Like, I've not been joking Somebody about any of this. <laughs> Dan. Um, no, honestly, my biggest thing was just, like, it's it's kind of like, this is real, this is happening. And like Dan said, you kind of just go back on your training. Uh, but my first firefight was over in, like, 30 seconds. It was super quick. So, and I could breathe really heavily. I don't know why. Like, for some reason, every time I got shot at or got blown up, like, I could breathe really well through my nose. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but that happened too. Well, um, <laughs> so I think it was uh, Colonel Grossman said that uh, flight or fight is not accurate, that the humans have more responses. One could be to posture. One could be to submit. Right. Um, I think there's a fifth one. Uh, is it breathing really well? Because that was mine. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> yeah, like if, if you ever watch nature videos, because I'm huge in, like, the planet Earth stuff. Oh, fuck um, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and, like, and especially being out in 29 Palms, like, whenever you see, like, a roadrunner, they don't look like the cartoons. And as soon as you, like, look at it, the first thing they do is shit themselves. Because uh, they're purging <laughs> unnecessary weight. So the old Stedman. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they have to escape, they, you know, they, they want to have, like, uh, their functions. Right. You know? And, uh... Yeah, so like the first thing they do is shit themselves. Uh, so whenever you get that first burst of adrenaline, the things that happen is your um, your your blood vessels expand, um, your senses clear up. Like hmm. it's almost like a, a natural um, uh, what uh, antihistamine. Okay. Like so, like you can hear better. You're more focused. Like you have more mental clarity. That makes sense. This yeah. adds up. I mean, I just made all of that out. To oh sound, fuck! Did it sound good? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> did it sound good? God, it's, it sounded great. <laughs> no, but I, I think that's what it is: is that your body is preparing for the amount of oxygen that it's going to need. Mm. Uh, you know, much for the Midwestern parents that you fled from as a boy. <laughs> <laughs> good people, good people. Yeah, yeah. Debbie and Ruth. That's right, <laughs> Debbie and Ruth. Yeah. Fantastic moms. That's right. Yeah. So your body is preparing to to take on oxygen to feed the muscles to get you out of there. Hmm. Mm, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's doctor, mm, doctor, yeah, it's doctor, doctor, stuff, doctor, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Says the guy who doesn't even have a fucking high school diploma. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Madam. Um, what is the highest rank you've hooked up with and how old were they? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, but I think it was E3. Um, was it really? Yeah, I think E3. God damn it, Dan. Is like the highest I've ever hooked up with. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. 
No, I take that back. There was one E5. <laughs> E4 select. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we were both E5s, and I think she was like 25, um, which was about the age that I was at the time. And I was like, old lady. like. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to set me up for this? <laughs> Piece of garbage. <sighs> um, do you want the enlisted or officer rank? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, officer. Oh, uh, ten. Yeah, that's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> the commandant. <laughs> um, softest hands. Yeah, if you ever wonder why General Mattis never had any children, that's right. It's because yeah. he had honey pots like this that's walking right. around. Um, I think I I was uh, E three. I hooked up with a staff sergeant, which was an E six. And then when I was an E, I was not an E three anymore. Uh, it was there was a female major I hooked up with. You say that a little louder for the microphone. A female major. <laughs> I think she's dead now. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> I don't know where she is. A major in the Continental Army. <laughs> she's retired in 18 tickety. Yeah, I mean, she looked young, but she was. She liked to drink, so that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. Madam. Yeah. No. Um, I did consider going officer, but then I got saddled with alimony. <laughs> Perfect, exactly, yeah. That'd be a reason to no, go I, officer. I, I couldn't afford to not be active duty and to be yeah. in college. Uh, yeah, because I, I was an instructor at the basic school for right. three years. I taught combat taxes there. I was a primary uh, military operations and urban training instructor. And so I was like, all right, well, like, I've literally taught all the training that they've go th gone through for, like, three years. Like, I got this. <laughs> and then I got saddled with alimony. <laughs> and so I was like, ah, oh, damn it. The tale as old as time. Yeah, once again, yeah. <laughs> my future is derailed. Bamboozled. Yeah. <laughs> Bamboozled. <laughs> no, but I, I think that um, given the right circumstances, maybe. But, like, when I when – I, when I realized where I was when I enlisted, I didn't want to wait four years. And I know that's not everybody's path, but – uh, when, I, when I grew up, like, uh, I, I've been adopted, like, uh, a few times. Like, I was on the streets. Like, I was in battered children's shelter. Like, I didn't have shit going for me. Like, the idea of me actually being able to make it into college was a fantasy. Like, I, did, I just didn't have that opportunity. And if I didn't join the Marine Corps, I probably would have, you know, gone to jail for selling drugs or word, um, word. underground fighting, which word. I was actually pretty good at. <laughs> yeah, were you? Yeah. What like, was your record? 9-0. Uh, oh. Was it really? Yeah. Bullshit. No integrity. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, no, that that was just the ones we did with uh, with like gloves. I think I did like three and zero bare knuckle. Okay, okay. I went and one and one in the the old octagon, and I no, retired that was, after that. <laughs> no, but that was actually like an actual bout, like in a right. ring, you yeah, know, with yeah. an audience. Right. Like, yeah, that was super embarrassing. Get knocked out in front of a bunch of people. Oh man, it wasn't that the sucks. Best, yeah. No, but like you know, I, I came from destitute, and I, I built something out of myself, you know, and it's uh, the American dream. Which yeah. looking back at it, given the opportunity, that would have been great because you could be in a position to influence more change. Uh, but at the time, it just wasn't in the cards for me. Fair enough. Uh, no, I'd never go officer, personally. I <laughs> love being enlisted too much. He loves banging them. Love banging them. Be <laughs> I'll bang them. I won't join them. <laughs> most favorite or least favorite officer? Major was my company commander, my first deployment. NJP'd the fuck out of me for some shit that wasn't my fault. For not um, banging him? <laughs> <laughs> you said I didn't. All right. Oh, ooh, that's how I kept ooh. rank. Okay. 
But yeah, uh, my uh, my battle buddy had done some shit, and I covered for him. So because you know I wasn't gonna rat him out, uh, I got roped into it. Dereliction of a duty on Century. We got NJP'd in front of the whole company. Uh, public NJP was just super fucking embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. You talk about a walk of shame, you know, like three people see you carrying your heels over your shoulders. What like, I love, what I love about public NJP, it's like it's like an episode of Maury <laughs> <laughs> because because it's like. He's like admitting to these things that maybe like the battalion hasn't heard yet. So everyone's just like, oh, um, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. And then um, <laughs> two weeks later, we did this big op called Steel Curtain. We, um, it's actually got its own Wikipedia page. It was fucking massive. We were in triple digits, enemy casualties. Um, I think it was like uh, 120-some-odd enemy killed, 250 captured, uh, 10 Marines killed, 50 wounded, zero captured. You know, no big deal. Pretty no, good. No, yeah, I've heard these stats before. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Killed. <laughs> you wake me up ratio. with a text every day that says Operation Still <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so uh, I, I kicked a lot of ass during that mission. And the guy who got in trouble, he got shot. He he didn't die, but he got shot. And um, so I kind of feel like that was his uh, his karma. Like it literally came back and bit him in the ass. Right. Yeah. And um, then I got like super high uh, rankings for like my proficiency in conduct. And then they made me a team leader as soon as we got back. And I got meritoriously promoted. And uh, Major basically like, yeah, you were a shitbag that one day, but you're still, like, a good Marine. I didn't want to, like, lose right, you, you know? Yeah. And so he and I kind of, like, stayed in, in contact over the years. We've seen each other a few times. And he's just kind of been, like, a mentor. And I remember uh, he's a consummate professional. And uh, uh, speaking of which, can we please beep his name? Yeah. <laughs> he won't remember to do it. Yeah. Um, he, he He's retired now, so it doesn't really matter. But I was telling him about the company commander that relieved him uh, for the second deployment. Right. And I'm like, this guy was a fucking jackass. And yeah. like him being consummate professional, me being enlisted, you know, and he's like, has to stick up for the other officer. It's like, well, I try, I'm sure he tried his best. I'm like, he, we were getting mortared and he tried to shoot the mortars out of the sky. That's like, a tough shot. <laughs> <laughs> these rounds are coming in yeah. at mock Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, people, a, that's, that's a tough get. <laughs> some people can't even hit a stationary target at 200 yards. It's hard. Like, let alone. <laughs> calculate wind angle and trajectory yeah. and elevation all that stuff and like i said that and it was just like dot 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 typing deleted so dot, dot 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 typing right, yeah. deleted those three bubbles yeah yeah and they came back oh my <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that is the most officer shit to say like that's so funny hmm, yeah it's quite like, that's funny with this pipe <laughs> oh my <laughs> george the guy <laughs> yeah so he, he was a, a good mentor to me and uh, kind of like the dude that you looked up to uh he, he was always the first one to wake up, the first one to go out and do something when he was asking. If we had to break down Constantino wire, he was out there getting his hands bloody with us. Fuck yeah, um, yeah. If we had to do something, he was out there. If we were on mission, like, you know, he would he would do his best. He wasn't one of those officers that sat behind, you know, the, the sandbags and just let everybody else risk it. He was out there in the shit, you know. And so he's the kind of the, the kind of leader that you insp- uh, aspire to be like. And... Because in, in some capacity, everyone's a leader in the military. For sure. You know, whether it be just the peers or you get put in a, in a leadership billet. Uh, so I got put in a leadership billet at 21. I joined at like 18. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to the fleet, I was 19. Right. So I'd, I'd only been in for two years when I got put in a leadership billet, and I stayed in one um, for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so to have, to have a mentor like that to um, you know, kind of guide your leadership style, I feel like the men under my charge were better for it. Uh, I don't have a name off the top of my head, but yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> I didn't want to say you, but uh, we all know it. Um, no, I, I just, I like a certain type of officer, not the ones I bang, but like the, uh, <laughs> I mean, I like those, <laughs> but um, no, it's it's the ones who. Wait, just just for a legal are, purpose, allegedly bang. Alle- and what, yeah. I'm pretty sure she's out or dead. I really don't know where she is. Hit me up. Uh, <laughs> she, um, she's no, listening. On, yeah, she's a big she's fan, listening. big fan, yeah. Um, no, it's it's kind of the ones who don't say 
uh, like I'm I'm here for you. Don't verbalize that kind of stuff. That just do it. That always uh, stick out to me. I mean, I've dozens and dozens of officers just been absolutely rock stars, and uh, uh, dozens more who just weren't. But uh, yeah, it's the ones who just uh, use their actions more than their words to show what their troops mean to them. Raw, raw indeed. Last question. Okay, so my <laughs> you didn't listen to the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't dedicated twenty three hours Jeez. of your life <laughs> to listen. <laughs> um, no, actually, uh, that, that's a great question, and yeah, um, it is. we never uh, even asked that. Yeah, so to, to to repeat for those who are listening, uh, who came up with the idea? Uh, I'd always known that I'd wanted to do a podcast, but mm-hmm. I didn't really have the team to support me at the time. Um, so I put out a, a call to action on Facebook to create a group because I wanted to do video skits because I thought that was the way to move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's how I met EP Mike. Um, and we started doing video sketches and then you know, met um, co-host Mike and he came on. Uh, we did one super cringy like 4th of July yeah, uh, yeah, skit, yeah, which we yeah. all thought it was great and our friends loved it. But like everybody else was like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> Why is this on my phone? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Sponsored. Yeah, that's like, right. <laughs> can't hide <laughs> from it. Look at it. And, uh, and so, you know, we, we got to talking about it. And um, I, I kind of verbalized the idea of wanting to do a podcast. And um, Mike over here was just like, well, let's fucking do it. Yeah. And so he was just like, oh, hey, I bought the microphones. And I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, we're, I'm bored. I'm bored a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a surplus of money. Yeah, so. I just have all this money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, you know, because he doesn't buy condoms, so it's just... Right, well, yeah. Oh, the, the $7. <laughs> I don't know how much condoms are. I don't use them, but... Potentially, <laughs> that's how much the microphones cost, $7. Fair enough, fair enough. That mm. adds up. That adds up. Yeah, and so he bought the microphones. Um, I bought the sound paneling. We uh, built the studio. Then, eventually, we upgraded uh, the, the microphones and our mm-hmm. audio equipment and... Uh, recording software, but not the content. No, no <laughs> content con- stays bottom tier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just funny because we've been on uh, a, we've been on a, a couple other podcasts. We've yeah, been on yeah. a, a Veteran Mind with Garrett Jones. He's a best-selling author. Mm-hmm. We went all the way out to Texas to be on the Grunt Style, which is a you know hundred million dollar company. Mm-hmm. Their podcast, uh, Drinking Bros, it's like one of the top twenty podcasts in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sierra Hotel Echo podcast, we were mm-hmm. on that last week, yep. and we we just hit about a th- hundred thousand downloads. Which is fucking crazy to think, you know. So fucking bizarre. Yeah. No, stop, God. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, it was. Um, I, there, there was always the drive and the passion there. But if you don't surround yourself with people who are going to inspire you to reach your goals, then it's really hard to do it by yourself. True that. All right, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. If you're in the uh, D.C. area, April 18th, please come see me um, at Burbiz. I'm doing a social media panel. I'm doing a uh, podcast with Medal of Honor recipient Clinton Romsha, Mm -hmm. um, Jack Mandeville, Forrest Munden from the Salty Soldier, a ton of influencers, Donald O'Malley. Uh, we have like 2,000 people signed up already, which is Yeah, it should be wild. fun. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, you'll be on a business trip. I will be on a fucking business trip, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be there in spirit. So yeah, we, we want to we thank our, our friends. and uh, Yeah, thanks for coming out. Yeah. They came out to support us, and this was kind of a dry run for us, so that way we could uh, be better prepared <laughs> That's right. uh, for future events because we're going we're gonna to do one at the bunker, and I promise it will be better content. I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> no, I think we came in strong with a few jokes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's we, fair. We did well. We're pretty fucking funny. So, so for uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the M and M's and myself, uh, <laughs> nice. we'll, I think this is the end of season one, isn't it? Is is this going to be the season finale? I think so. Oh, because you're not going to be around next week. Mm-mm. 
Bye. Bye. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs>